Brooke, I have some big news. Okay. The Moms on Maui summer dates yes. are live. And this will be the last Moms on Maui of 2024. 2024. So super stoked about it. Yeah. And it's just an incredible experience. I mean, you can tell people about it more than <laughs> I can because I'm not allowed to you come. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's so fun. It really is. So we've got um, two back-to-back weeks up of dates in July. So it's July 11 through 16 and then 18 through 23. So you can apply for which week works for you, mm-hmm. or you can apply and check both boxes and say either works. Yeah. I just want to be there. I'm just, I'm so excited about doing Moms on Maui again this year because obviously last year when I did it, it was great. It was fun. It was all the things. Yep. But I feel like since then, I have learned a lot and had some more ideas and I have some surprises up my sleeve and I'm just like, let's do it. Yeah, there are literally boxes of goodies around us right now now. for Moms on Maui. Yes. The the April ones that are coming out. Yes. The July dates are live. You can find those at walkandlove.com slash Moms on Maui or go to the show notes Mm -hmm. or just go to our website and click on Moms on Maui. Uh, Apply today because spots are extremely, extremely limited. Lemonated? Limited. Limited. Yes. Uh, So yeah, go apply today. Hello and welcome to the Walk and Love podcast. I'm TJ. And I'm Brooke. And today we're going to give you part of the HomeJoy e-course completely for free. <laughs> you almost missed it. Well, I... Because you're being creepy. Well, you know, that song plays and if someone's watching on YouTube, we just kind of sit here. Right. So you're trying uh, to give them something creepy to look at. I wanted to add some pizzazz. You added something. Pizzazz. <laughs> a word I definitely don't use enough in that's, my... That's a solid point. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making us a part of your week. The Walk and Love podcast is a weekly conversation between Brooke and I about emotions, rhythms, parenting, faith. Marriage. Marriage. <laughs> it's a place where we laugh and sometimes cry as we try to find language to live a more joy-filled life. And if you're looking for a more joy-filled life and tools and language to help you... Res- Achieve that. And some pizzazz. And some pizzazz. You're in the right place. <laughs> uh, I don't have my iPad. It died. What do you do with your hands? Six seconds ago. So I don't know. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> um, do we have a sponsor? Because I don't have my iPad. I, I'm aware. <laughs> we do have a sponsor. We have So the sponsors of podcast episodes are ways you can support the podcast. Right. So I'm just it's gonna, always us. It's always us. Ooh, um, today's like a pizzazz-filled recap sponsor. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, obviously the podcast doesn't exist without your support. So we're mm-hmm. super grateful when you do these following things. What order should I go in? Oh, I don't know. Okay. I'll go I up. have an order in my head. Let's see if it matches. Okay. When you shop a collection. Yes. Uh, the next launch, the next launches of t-shirts will be how many days are in April? 30 days, September, April, June, and November. All the rest have 31. Except February, which sometimes has 29. Or 28. Right. Which sometimes has 29. I was just assuming it was already 20, which has 28, but sometimes, sometimes 29. 29. Um, Sorry, okay. So, so 30. 30. So you can shop t-shirts. You can buy, buy apparel from us, reminders mm-hmm. you can wear. We do, we're going to do that a few different ways moving forward. Yeah. The way that we're going to continue to do it is by releasing large collections that give you the most options to buy, like most designs. Yeah. Then on the first of every month or the 30th of every month, if you're a subscriber on Instagram, mm-hmm. you will oh, get... Oh, there you are. I'm like, yeah. where, where are we going with April? You here? will get 
an opportunity to buy the tees of the month. It'll be two designs, extremely limited quantity. Yeah. Uh, but those will be either actually for the next, I have the next four months planned out. Mm -hmm. They are, it's one brand new design. Yeah. And one like kind of bestseller that hasn't been back in a while. Yeah. No, next month it's two brand new designs. <laughs> Either way, tea of the month is coming back because we have the capacity to do so. Yes, the first of the month. Which is very exciting. Very exciting. You get two options. Um, I don't think they'll last more than a few days yeah. before they sell out. Yeah. So collections, tea of the month. And then another thing that we're going to do. It's a drum roll. This is, this yeah. is brand new. This is brand new information, everybody. Possess. We are going to consistently have the Walk and Love original and the Choose Joy option in our shop at all times. So, what? This is a big deal. A big you. deal. You're Sorry. just like saying. Sorry. It. Yeah. We have not had something in our shop all the time since 2018. Right. It's a big deal. So, and the reason for this is is we do get quite a few messages of. I want to buy a shirt for a friend or for a birthday or for an Easter basket or for Valentine's Day or yeah. fill in all the different blanks. Or my friend who's going through something, yeah. you know. I think the shirt would really encourage them. And so we've decided that those two, in some capacity, you know, we have Choose Joy a few different ways. We have Walk and Love a few different ways. Yeah. will be available in the shop, what we hope to say all the time. Now, there obviously might be moments where they sell out and we have to restock them and that. Right. But that's but, like normal yeah. sell out restock vibes. So, these are the ways you can support the podcast, shop a collection, tease of the month, the, mm -hmm. the next, the, the May tease of the month. I don't say this often, but they're fire. Is it the one I wanted so badly? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then the always in stock, which should be up. I think we're going to put them up with the tea of the month. Right. That'll be like when they first become available. Yeah. So that's going to happen. Uh, you can buy a ticket to the best... The best is yet to come marriage event on July 9th in Mannheim, Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. I... You know, obviously we did the Christmas extravaganza last year. That was yeah. super fun. Yeah. I think that is going to look like a church picnic compared to this event. Mm. Uh -huh. I'm on and that picnic event was fan. great. That event was great. Yeah. We had a ton of fun. It was awesome. But I think that, I think people will walk away from this event, from the best is yet to come, actually feeling that, mm. that the best is yet to come. For real. Like with like fire in their belly and like full hearts ready to like, crush marriage and have a plan for the family and <laughs> uh -huh. like just be ready to communicate and like dream again because we've definitely been in seasons where we like stop dreaming and are just like i don't know whatever, whatever. what is like matter? you know yeah and, and yeah. that those seasons we look back those are super challenging for us and so when we can get all fired up to not be in those seasons mm -hmm. that's just like or not being them for long <laughs> that's a that's just such a game changer yeah so you buy a ticket you can shop from brooks uh, beauty counter business, which is linked in the show notes. Which, if you're listening on Monday, the twenty third question mark, I think maybe would be the twenty third, um, right? Twenty fourth. Twenty fourth. What? Okay. Really? Yeah. Wow. The friends and family sale is still happening. It ends okay. the twenty fifth. Okay. Which means there's only two times a year that the whole website is on sale, yep. and now is one of those times. Cool. So any any questions? Message easy, pretty clean. The word details. Ooh, or help. Or right? help. I think so. I think help is in there. I love the automated message stuff. It's yeah. so fun for me to create. Okay, so Lots shirts, event, beauty counter. Yep. And then like a real... E-courses because they're coming. Yes, e-courses. A real big thing that we're going to do soon. Yeah. E-courses. We got Home Joy, which Brooke has already taught, which 
everyone loved that was in it. That's coming back in like just a more, it's not going to be taught live. It's just going to be digestible at any time, any pace you want. Mm-hmm. And then we have another one called Rhythms Made Simple, where we're going to talk about how to implement and change, update, live rhythmically mm-hmm. in a simple, simplified way. So yeah. those are all the ways. We really, really appreciate it. Um, and yeah, those are all the sponsors. That's, yeah, it's a lot of ways. So how was your week? Man, I think I was alive this week. I definitely was alive I'm here. <laughs> Are you though? What did I do though? (laughs) Are you feeling what I feel every time you ask me, which is I legitimately couldn't tell you. And then by the end of that sentence, I'm like, oh, no, wait. Here we go. There we go. I remember now. So last week, my brother was still here and his family. Yes, that's what was happening. I feel like time is flying by right now. Mm -hmm. We're in a season of lots of jobs, lots of projects and we had visitors essentially back-to-back weeks, which always makes the weeks feel faster. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my brother was here. Uh, they were flying standby. Um, so they mm-hmm. left on Friday. They tried. They tried to, to leave, leave on, on Friday. Friday. Lindsay got out. She got a, she she got a ticket. She made it, made it out. Nick and the three kids didn't, so I had to go pick them up on Friday night. For those of you who have never flown standby before, let me give you a quick synopsis. Mm-hmm. You check... Well, back in the day, back in my day, <laughs> we would, as a family, want to go on vacation, let's say, to Pittsburgh to see my Papu. Okay. We wow, would, what a vacation. Yeah. Papu's great. Pittsburgh? Papu's great. Um, Papu, yeah. <laughs> Papu's amazing. Um, and so we would go to the airport and try to catch the first flight, because we live in California, from LAX to Pittsburgh or maybe to Chicago. We would just try to catch a flight heading east right. that could eventually land us in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And this, standby means people who don't show up for their seats or seats that are not sold, they get offered to other passengers. I like, like, bef- I yeah. was like, I mean, I kind of know what you're saying by standby. Like I've heard that yeah. word used, but I don't actually know how it works. And because my mom's a flight attendant back, back in the day, those tickets were essentially free. Mm-hmm. They, they've gone up in price a little bit where they're like taxes and things like that. But so we would just wait at the airport because there was no internet. So we couldn't call, like we couldn't check our phone and be like, oh, this plane is oversold. Oh, there's wow. no we way we're going to make it. Yeah, we would just show up, just yeah. spend all day in the airport trying to make flights. That's insane. Um, and you'd split up if needed. And we would split up with needed. It'd be like, okay, if we get three seats, dad, you're going to take Sam and TJ and you're going to go. Yeah. And then I'll stay with the bigger kid. Like it was just always a thing. <laughs> I, I didn't realize you could buy tickets for airplane <laughs> airplanes. I think until high school. Like, I just thought everyone flew this way. It's just chaos. It's like, man, just waiting in the airport. This is crazy. You'd think there'd be a better way. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> sidebar, I was coming back from Integrated Yeah. in Texas. I Now I buy almost all of my tickets. Yeah. Because. Wow, babe. I know. You're doing it. I'm doing it. Not. Because standby get standby is just tricky, and if like you definitely need to be somewhere at a certain time and a certain date, you just yeah. you don't want to. If you have a loose window of when you want to maybe yeah. be somewhere, yeah. standby is great. But so I can anybody fly standby, or do you have to have like a airline connection? I think you have a, have an airline connection, or it has to be like you missed a flight. Now you're on a standby list. Got it for because it's your fault because it's your fault or something <laughs> like that. I, I don't know all the rules, but. So I'm sitting in the airport coming back from Texas and I look down at my phone and I'm like, seat 4E, 
or 4D. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make sense. Right. No way. Like that's too close to the front. I would never book this ticket. This is too yeah. expensive for me. Yeah. And so I had enough miles that wow. I have been elevated, baby. Wow. So standby as a kid. Standby, TJ. Never dreamed <laughs> that this day would come. <laughs> I'm a United Premium Silver member. I might put it in my Instagram bio. <laughs> and so I got upgraded to first class on you the did. second leg of my trip back to Hawaii. You did. And I Which, call, if you're going to get first class, that's, that is, the I mean, time it wasn't a sleeper it. seat. I know, but still sleep. Uh, I didn't know sleeper seat. Did y'all know this? Have you ever been on a plane where first class literally lays down and turns into beds in yeah. these little pods? And that's one of the perks of standby is, is when we were that's kids. Because sometimes it, standby is the, the have, available we, seat is first class. We flew first class quite a bit, Yeah, you know, back in the day, because that, those were the seats that were available. Yeah. So anyways, I, I get upgraded. You see that it's happening. I, and and so it's amazing. It's awesome. I call my mom <laughs> when I land. I said, Mom. Or it was the next day because she was already sleeping. I said, Mom, something happened to me on the airplane that has never happened to me before Yeah. in a good way. And she goes, you got upgraded to first class. She knew right away. <laughs> and then I told my sister and I told my brother and they were all like. like they're all cheering. It was just like, oh, man, our family. We never would have believed it. <laughs> Anyways, so great. So I remember one time we were because we lived in Cal- Southern California until I was in fifth grade. So mm-hmm. we would vacation in Hawaii. Right. And That's so I, common, which, I, which blows my mind. I'm like, oh, we're just like driving three hours to New Jersey yeah. and thinking it's the best thing ever. <laughs> I mean, me, I mean, it, is, it actually is nice. pretty great. Um, but I guess some people go all the way to like Carolinas yeah. and stuff. But so I, rem- I remember being on an airplane trying to fly back home. We were at the end of our vacation. And they called us all up. They called our names on the loudspeaker or the whatever the thing is. Yeah. Because the people whose seats we had had shown up at the last oh. minute. And so we got kicked off the airplane. So and granted, sad. we were going to stay in Hawaii. But I remember like, I think Sam cried. I think I cried. Like mm-hmm. we were upset. Like, oh, no, we're never going to make it. Home. You know? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, a lot of standby adventures. I've spent the night in lots of airports. Um, thing. You know, we used to like it was pre-screens. So we yeah. used to just. Like, like I remember, I have so many memories because Chicago is such a big United hub. Mm-hmm. I have so many memories of like me and Nick playing games on the walking escalators, like yes. just all day, like, okay, now let's do this and yeah. then let's do this. And like, yeah. um, <laughs> and so, yeah. So Nick, Lindsay got home. Yeah. Nick and the kids didn't make it. So when I dropped them off to the airport, I t- had to drive to Target to pick some things up. Mm-hmm. We needed chips because we were doing family dinner. Yes. We were having queso. That's it. <laughs> Yep. What else do we need for End Friday night <laughs> dinner? We are eating melted cheese. Yeah. And um, I'm walking through Target and I pass by the electronics section, which mm. reminded me of something we were saving for in our opportunity. Digit now, op- yeah, formerly, formerly known, known as Digit, digit. account. So I, I go click, <laughs> click, click, and I open up Opportune and I see the thing that I was saving for is basically full. Yeah. Which is one of my favorite. Within like $20, $30. Yeah. Which is one of my favorite things about the app that you can just like, it's out of sight, out of mind. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, this thing I'm saving for, here's all the money for it. The thing was a Nintendo Switch. Yeah. I'd put the date in as my birthday. It just saved it in earlier. So I call Brooke and I say. You got got a first class flight. That's what I said. (laughs) I'm just kidding. You're suddenly getting on an airplane. I'm going home. I'm going to Kansas City with Nick. (laughs) Um, So... Bought the Nintendo Switch, brought it home, told the girls, su- everyone's super stoked. Brooke's mm-hmm. stoked. 
got Mario Kart, were like pumped up to play. The nice thing about the Mario Kart on the Nintendo Switch is you can turn on like an assist driver. So the yeah. kids that like, like would, different levels of settings would normally be bad. They weren't terrible. Weren't terrible. And so, so we're playing Nintendo Switch. Uh, and then I get a call from Nick that's like, yeah, hey, we didn't make us. it. Come get us. So I go to get them. And can we just park on Nintendo Switch for a minute? Sure. Uh, I'm pretty good. I am actually surprised at how good you were. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I just feel like we need to say acknowledge it before it. we just, you know, breeze right over. Are you going to become like a Twitch live streamer? Like, oh, wow. Should you just Mario Kart? Only Mario Kart, <laughs> only Yoshi. I think people would be into it. I think people would be into it. Broshi. No. Uh, <laughs> is that Brooke and Yoshi? That's Brooke and Yoshi. But then it sounds like a bro. So that doesn't make yeah. sense. But yeah. Brooke is good. We'll have to like post some videos or something. Okay. So, so I go it's to the get. the only video game I've ever played. Yeah. Really. It's so fun. No it matter is so fun. How many times you've played it, and how many times you've driven the same course, and how many times you like. Oh, go, I think they kind of get more it. fun the more you drive. It's just them. fun. Yeah. And so the girls were pumped. So I go back to pick up Nick and, and his three kids, and and I'm like, All right, I got good news for you guys. <laughs> and, well, and then I was like, What time do you have to leave tomorrow to try to catch your flights? Do you want to do the beach, or do you want to just like hang? hang out. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know. What do you think? And I said, well, I did just buy a Nintendo Switch after I picked you up <laughs> so we could just play that, yeah. which is what we did for like, like six hours straight. Hours. At one point. So this is, this is I'm going to tile this in, but we have this tree on our street. We have a lot of trees on our street, which I love. Wow. Uh, wow. Well said. Wow. Trees on our street. But one of them, or maybe I'm genuinely kind of confused because they're all the same kind of tree. And so I don't understand why only one of them right now is dropping these giant seed pods, but whatever. Okay. I'll have to Google yeah. it for another week. Um, anyway, long, skinny seed pods. Like really long, skinny. You, you kind of shake it and it almost rattles a little bit. And so I looked at one on the driveway one day and I thought that kind of looks like a snake. I mean, not really, but right. kind of. So we gathered 36 of them from the driveway area. And we started painting them. We, meaning me. I was just like, I'm just going to paint these yeah, for the girls. It's sad, Something to do. I'm outside chilling. in the garage painting. Because <laughs> they were kind of like uh, shuffling in and out of the house, playing Mario Kart, coming out and helping yep. me. So that's what I did on Saturday. While everybody else was playing video games, I was painting seed pod snakes uh, in the garage. And at one point, no one in my family <laughs> was out there with or me. Or Nick, you know. Yeah, yeah, like no or one even related, like related to nieces and nephews. But I had four different neighborhood kids <laughs> which had joined me at capacities. One who was on her electric bike zooming around the loop finding more seed pods. <laughs> oh wow. She was in. She's like, I know where there's more on those trees. And I was like, go for it. Bring them back in your basket. I love yeah. it. <laughs> they were all in, but I'll post a story about them. They were yeah. fun and cute. And so I just would like to say that I was teaching art to the Dude. street youths <laughs> of our neighborhood. Well, you played video games all day. And Nick was so, Nick doesn't have a video game system. He he he, he said, Zadok asked, his son asked a bunch. And he's like, yeah. I think I would get too addicted. Yeah. Like I just. Some get, people just need to He's not. like, I just get so locked in. Yeah. And I was like, well, yeah, I could tell you didn't watch any of your kids for three hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was funny. He hadn't played in years. So he wasn't as good as he used to be. Right. And he's kept it's rest, it's a little frustrating. And like because you're like, I really thought I'd be better at this. I remember being better at this. And we have you know, because we grew up in the same family with the same parents, we have <laughs> the same sort of phrases. Oh yes. Oh, come on, Macetas. That's like one that we yeah. do. And so now June 
has started saying, ah, oh, June Mesitas. I know. I'm like, she's like talking about herself in what, third, third person? Is that right? So it was, but my it week was, was really good sweet. because it, it's just been a fun addition. So we're the way we're doing it. And I've actually had people message us like, what do you think about kids in video games? I, I honestly, like I grew up playing video games. You know, me and Nick were reminiscing about getting our Nintendo for the first time. Mm-hmm. My parents were big advocates of not having handheld devices. Mm-hmm. I just remember that we never got a Game Boy we never got the Sega thing. And I think that there's something to be said about that. I, I well, think it's the team versus the individual yeah. mentality. Like, you know, all of us played together. Yeah. So Sonny and June are at first getting frustrated that one was beating the other. And then mm-hmm. that changed into celebration of one for the other. Junie won a cup all by herself. I mean, yeah. it was like Christmas had come early. She was just <laughs> so excited. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not an anti video game for kids type of person. But what we're going to do and what we've established, which Brooke is going to have another arts and crafts time for is... They came in the mail today. We, oh, they did? Mm-hmm. Nice. We bought tokens. So they're going to earn tokens throughout the week and they can turn in three for a, a, to yeah. play a single cup Because we don't really have... I mean, we've done it like here and there in blips, I'll say. Like if I look at, you know, June's eight. So like in the last eight years of parenting, we've had blips of like reward systems. Yep. But I... As much as I think they can help at times, maybe like potty training or I don't know, something like that. But even that, science shows, just teach your kid to go. Anyway, I'm like not all in necessarily. This is a hot take from Brooke. Brooke. I like it. I'm here for it. I'm not all in on like, let's reward our kids to do everything. Right. Because I'm like, no, you just got to do stuff in life. What I am into is like, and I don't even know if I'll call it a reward. It's more just like earning screen time related things. Mm -hmm. I am into earning that. Yeah. And being like, if you want to cash this in for iPad or for Nintendo or for an episode, like I'm into it from a screen time perspective, because um, that is something that I want to monitor. And I, I don't necessarily just want it to be like, you just get a default time every yeah. day of all this. So, And that's where the, like, the nice thing about Sabbath comes in is like Sabbath sort of that is like, it's like, hey, it's Sabbath. It's a day of rest. If that's how you want to rest, like, let's go for it. Yeah. Um, and sometimes they'll watch two movies and other times they won't watch any. Yeah. And it's so, not always the same. Yeah, that's just my take on video games. I think that they can be beneficial to the family as a team, especially if it's like not a crazy like graphic or well, scary video game. Yeah, like yeah, Mario yeah. Kart. Mario Kart is the perfect family game because yeah. almost anybody can play it, especially with the settings. And we've all enjoyed it. Yeah. And then the other thing that we've done this week is started watching Lego Masters. Yes. And that's been fun to do. That has been fun. So, June was trying to build something this morning sits down literally boom she's awake she's at the table she's playing lego <sighs> what's my challenge <laughs> what's the twist going to be halfway through and i didn't see last night's episode oh, yeah, so the- hmm okay i think maybe the ocean with like a playground <sighs> and then she's digging through our giant chaos yeah. container of lego and she's like oh mom these aren't sorted at all like the show <laughs> i can't find the brick i need <sighs> and i'm like you yeah. actually upset? Like, do you want me to solve this problem for you? Or are you the, that into it? You know, it? show with a giant budget. The and... show that ha- literally looks like a candy room full of <laughs> acrylic containers through full of Lego. Yeah, our bin doesn't look like yeah. that, hun. And it won't. So, <laughs> I mean, that'd be really fun. But I don't, I don't have a room to devote to Lego. So, yeah, That's... my week was good. How was your week, Brooke? I, I did what you did. Yep. That's my update. I don't. Although think... you painted more snakes than I did. I did paint more snakes. Hot snakes. Oh gosh. <laughs> um <laughs> that's it's a that's a deep cut. Right? It's not in the episode. 
I don't know what it's from. I just know know it from us saying it. What's it from? No, it's Andy Dwyer. It's a uh, what's it called when you when they when they don't make the show but they're laughing. Oh, like a blooper. Thank you, a blooper. Hot snakes. Right. When you're talking yeah, about going not, to the bathroom. Talking about pooping. Yeah. He's talking about pooping and like kind of like the diarrhea yeah. vibe. And he's like, "Ooh, I gotta go." Hot snakes. <laughs> I totally uh, just thought that was something we just I said don't in think our family. So I think we got it from that. But okay. anyway. So we've been going hell. Heavy on integrated notes. Yeah. Which I, I thought, I think they're some of our best episodes we've done. And sure. I think so too. <laughs> okay. But I, <laughs> I just, I don't know. Your your confidence made me chuckle. Like, uh, it was too much? No, no. It was just like, I not where I thought you were going. Anyways. Sorry. So we're going to shift focus. I was <laughs> just trying to set you up. Thank you. Um, we're Brooke's, done with the notes though, right? Brooke's going to talk. We're done with the notes, yeah. right? Yeah, we're done. We're done with integrated. Yeah, so we did it. We did it. And uh, I've from, really enjoyed stretching it out. From the vibe I got from people messaging or comments or on the community pages, people also enjoyed that. Yeah. I will lay down a challenge right now. Oh. I would love for the Walk and Love podcast to grow. I'd love for our community to grow. I'd love for listenership to grow. Listenership? L- listeners? Listenership. Yeah. yeah. Viewership. <laughs> is that a word? Yeah. Viewership is a word. Listener, listenership to grow. Yeah. So I would love for each one of you listening to tell a friend about the podcast. Mm. That's my challenge. I love that. Okay. So what are we going to talk about today, Brooke? We are. Okay. So the Home Joy e-course, which I taught once live, um, just to kind of test it all out, see how it went. And now I'm recording it for anybody to have at any time and to listen to and do that kind of thing. Um, there Probably are looking at a mid May release date. We'll see. We'll see. Um, we are, there's, or not we, um, there's several different modules, like sections of the course yep. today. We're only going to go over like a section of one of those sections. <laughs> wow. Um, I'm a little afraid my iPad is going to die. Do we have a cord of any kind? Yeah, I'll go grab one. Okay. I'm only at 6%. Um, I sort of feel like I wound it into the drawer downstairs. Maybe. Thank you. I was like, we're going to die through midway through these notes when I'm looking over here. I don't even have the monitor. It's um, down on the guest bed. Okay. Action. All right, ready? All right, charger has been attained. Um, right. So we're going to start, um, kind of towards the beginning of the course, because I feel like so much of when 
we talk, we meaning like culture, both in and out of church culture, I'll say either. Whenever we talk about our homes and everything, I feel like we focus a lot on either housekeeping things, like very practical, you know, how to do your laundry Laundry four times faster. Yes, like all these hacks, which are great. I love hacks and I'm not like poo-pooing on them. I'm just saying that I feel like that's kind of like if- if No hot snakes on the hacks. No hot snakes on the hacks, okay? Oh gosh. (laughs) But it's like, I feel like if I'm in a group typically- Maybe in the past, I think now I would maybe speak up. But in the past, if I was like in a group of moms who were feeling overwhelmed, stressed out, mm-hmm. burnout, like they can't get dinner on the table, blah, 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 all the things, I feel like it's so often approached from like, well, just work a little harder and that's okay. Like, I feel like no one gives real advice yeah. sometimes. I feel like, and maybe that's because nobody has any advice to give. Maybe we're all as like, swirly and scared as the other the other mom but um i think or there's like a fear if you give advice you'll be you'll be like oh she's the know-it-all yeah you know yeah oh yeah 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 yeah. so um yeah so some of the some of what i'm going to share here is was one of the most pivotal points in viewing my home and my house so like separately like my home meaning like all, all that's included in my home, like not just my physical house, but like the people in my home, the food in my home, our relationships, the spiritual element, like all of that to me the is places in a, to gather in a home. Kind of stuff, yes. Yeah. And then a house is like, oh, let's take care of our house and make sure it doesn't fall apart. Like yep. a literal structure. Um, so do you, would you say T that uh, as a guy, you wish that you were like more productive or could get more done? Almost like, do always. You, yeah. So that's not exclusive to women. No. But do you feel it in a work sense where I might feel it more in a home sense? Like I, there, I never I, get enough done. I would say I feel it in like a, how can I describe this? Or more like, big picture. Like a, I really wish, I think there's this, it, well, I don't even think it was in the real movie. I don't think I ever saw this movie. I think I just, it's just from the trailer, uh, the breakup with, uh, Vince Vaughn and oh, Jennifer I think Anderson. I've seen that. I don't think I've ever seen the movie, but in the trailer, she says, "Oh yes." She's like, yes. "He's like, I don't want to do the. I, I'll do the dishes." And he's like, "I don't want you to do the dishes. I want you to want to do the dishes." <laughs> and he's like, "Why would I want to do the dishes?" <laughs> and I think sometimes w- the way I want to be more productive is I want to want to do some of the stuff that would mm. benefit my life. Yeah. But I just don't want to. Like I want right. to eat as super clean and healthy as some, you know, that as that, whatever to yeah. be as lean and muscular as possible. Mm-hmm. But do <laughs> I, you know, like but queso, you know, yeah. and so, yeah. or like I want to read every book because the guys that read every book are like usually really smart and, you know, educated, yeah. but I also like, playing video games. Right. And so I think my desire to be productive is also is often tangled in this like I think there's this projected version of productivity that I want to subscribe to mm. that I may that I don't necessarily naturally gravitate towards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that makes sense. I mean, there's always work productivity like, you know, I wish our sales would increase. I wish like there's right. goals like that that I long for and, yeah. and want to work towards. But I think when I think about 
being more productive, it's often in a, it's more of like a shame. Like, why aren't you doing these things? This is how you could be more productive. Mm, yeah. Um, and you know, I think that the, I think there's some healthy shame there. That's like, you don't want to just be a lazy right. couch potato, right. you know, never doing anything. But I think that there's <laughs> some unhealthy shame there when it's like, you don't even allow yourself to like enjoy the things that you enjoy. Right. Because obviously God created me and I enjoy certain things. Yes. And so why would I necessarily ignore those things in the name of only being productive? Well, just just getting more done. Yeah. Being the only focus and all Yeah, because all like we've seen, you know, culturally that men who do that tend to ignore their wives, ignore their kids. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and so I don't want that version of productivity. Yeah. Sometimes I wish I had a, like just a more like well-rounded version of productivity like I love reading and I love mm. eating healthy and I love like mm. I actually am gravitating towards those things. Yeah. I, I don't think that's as natural to me. So I right. can work at that. So I can sometimes feel some shame over that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's very normal for us as humans to want to be productive. Like that that is actually quite biblical, but like that is a normal feeling. And so I think I don't think the shame around all of it is necessarily yeah. like I mean, I think, I think sadly that is normal for a lot of people, but I'm not saying that that is the, the part that should be there. Um, but yeah, so productivity in and of itself is not a bad thing. And I think for moms specifically, who is mostly who I'm teaching this class to, I think anybody could take the class, but I, most of my examples are more mom related. Um, but productivity is actually a really awesome, helpful, guiding like principle and mindset when we view it from this like biblical perspective that I don't feel like is being, t- how many times have we said this in the last like 10 yeah. weeks? I don't feel like this is being talked about. And that's not like a, every church ever is terrible type no. statement, but, um, cause there's so like many there's, things there's to be a talked lot about, of, to talk about. A lot of current church is so focused on this phrase that <laughs> oh. drives me crazy. Doing, doing life, life together. together. Yeah. I knew that's that. what you were going to say. I think that they've ignored how to live life because they're so focused on the community aspect of life, yeah. which again, has value and is important, all this stuff. Yeah. But they're not like, it's like, you know, last week we talked about an outline for life. I mean, I saw, I've seen your guys' messages. I've seen your comments. Some of you are, some of you are like, I think we're going to move because of mm. that episode. Right. You know, and, yeah. and that's crazy. Yeah. And like church, I think is played it so safe. Western church yeah. plays it so safe that doing life together is about as, as bold as they can get. And again, not all churches, but yeah. quite a few. And so we don't have outlines for life. We don't have outlines for our home. We're not looking to what is the, what is the law of first mentions in the Bible of mm. productivity of mm. household of all these things, yeah. who is the archetyped archetype for the household, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and so we end up going to church our whole lives and then not, it, it's similar to like the, the education system. Like you, you go to, you go to school for 12 years of your life yeah, and then you don't know how to balance your budget. Right. You don't even know what a budget is, mm-hmm. but you know, <laughs> Pythagorean theorem, you know, do we though? Do we? Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> I, just, I have no I just, idea what that is. <laughs> so I definitely just hesitated on the name of it. You know, you go to church your whole life and you don't know what the trajectory of your family should be. Mm. And so it's like, those are very similar. Yes. And so yes. when I, when we say it feels like no one's talking about this, 
it felt like no one was giving us this information yes. while we were growing yes, exactly. up in, in like a, like a large gathering right. area. Right. Like our parents yeah. were teaching this by default because we were becoming who they are. Right. And right. we're teaching our, and there's some of that that exists. And I think in a lot of ways, our parents did a good job at that kind of stuff. Yeah. But from like a, like a spiritual leader, pastor, mm-hmm. teacher there, yeah. I don't think there's a lot of this that happens. And yeah. so it's why we yeah. want to do this event exactly. because we want your minds to be blown. Yeah. And I don't say it like, Oh, look at us. We're the no. ones talking about it. No. Like pat on the back, but anyway. we're only talking about it because people, because other people have talked about it and I've us, read stuff yeah. and listened yeah. to stuff and dove into stuff and been like, I've journaled about it. And I'm like, you know, scooping in all these thoughts of all these things to be like, how does this, how, I'm going to say the word should, but like, how should this change how I live in my home yeah. now that I have this information? So I, can I just, I, I feel like to clarify what we mean when we say no one's talking about this, because obviously the people, people are, are talking about it. No one is talking. We, we, we haven't had an ongoing conversation about it. Mm. We haven't been, been learning and, and correcting and tinkering and learning and correcting and tinkering. Mm-hmm. And it hasn't been taught from maybe a church standpoint because Generation from generation yeah, to generation. And so yeah. we've kind of lost some of this stuff in the shuffle and we have, it, we are learning what productivity is. We can either choose to learn what it is from culture, mm. which is very toxic. I'm going to get into all that. Or we can choose to learn it from the word of God, which yeah. is truth. And so I think by default, because the word of God isn't taught as kind of adamantly, mm full force as it sometimes should be. Yeah. Culture has seeped over into church language 100%. quite a bit. And so yeah. that, so when we say no one's teaching about it, we don't mean that. I don't mean it literally. literally of course there are people. That's where some of my notes came from because I was reading books about it. <laughs> it's not as easily accessible as it should be. Like this should... As I would hope it would be. The, yeah. Like topics like this and like we talked about last week and multi-generational family and family teams and rhythms, like... That should be commonplace in church culture, and it's that not. would be life changing, yeah, for so many. People. And so, okay, yeah. Well, I feel like speaking in really broad terms about productivity, um, I f- especially in the faith space, I feel like it's sort of two camps. It's like I'm going to hustle, I'm going to work hard, and I'm going to grind, I'm going to grind it out, but I'm going to do it for Jesus. Like, yeah. and you're like, oh, okay, is that is, is that right? I don't yeah. know. Or it's like the hey man. Jesus walked slow. I'm going to walk slow. And I'm like, that's great. But I got to feed my family at 430 tonight. (laughs) So like, what? And so, I I mean, again, broad, broad terms, broad brush. Most people are probably somewhere in between. Yes. But it's like when you talk about it and you're like, I don't know, I feel like I, I just need to be more productive. Somebody's like, yeah, hustle hard all There's the way. Five thousand ways I can help yes. you do. Yes, or that. they're like, no, 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 no. Just calm down. Calm down. Oh man. Gonna... <laughs> you want to get a little strong? Hot snakes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so I, I do feel like there's this middle ground, or not even middle ground, but just this. There's this redefining of productivity and then like walking into that and living that out. So as believers, the our motivation behind our pro- productivity matters like whether we've ever really acknowledged it or not, um, like it's, it's productivity is, um, sorry, I got, I got jumped head. Um, we either want to be productive to serve ourselves or to serve God. Right. And so it's really essential to be discerning of like, 
where we're at Mm -hmm. on that journey. I don't think we're always one way all the time. No, unfortunately Unfortunately, I would love to be one way all the time, but like that it's hard, but I will say that I'm able to re-divert much faster, Mm -hmm. faster, faster, faster. And as you flex those muscles over and over again, you'll learn to do that even better and quicker and all those things. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, God has called us to be good stewards, which I just love that phrase. I love thinking about all picturing myself as such. And we, the church does talk about stewardship, but Mm. almost only with money. Yeah. Very rarely, or, or as you're saying, as common knowledge, is it talked about in like our whole lives? It's just be a good steward with your money and do this, this, and this. Um, and so treasures time. Right. And so if God has called us to be good stewards of the lives he's entrusted to us, purchased through Jesus. It's with this perspective that like personal productivity, my productivity in my day is no longer about merely like maximizing my time and my own like mm-hmm. life experiences and just getting more done. Instead, productivity is it's serving as a set of tools that we use to fulfill the purpose that God has given us, mm-hmm. which we always love talking about things in terms of tools. Like say that again language, all that stuff. Productivity serves as a set of tools. So I'm going to get into all that. So we, we need to ask ourselves, which I think you and I do a pretty good job of, of coming back to this kind of stuff. Like how do I best invest my years, my months, my hours, my minutes to make the greatest like return for Jesus? You know, I do think we ask, I think we have our weekly meetings. I think we, we talk about that kind of stuff quite a bit, especially with the influence of something like, um, integrated. Mm -hmm. I feel like before that we definitely didn't talk about it nearly as much. Um, I mean, even when you just say it, I'm, I'm now like, sort of like, oh yeah, that matters. You know, like it's right. It's something that if it's not at the forefront of your mind, you will just go into like, I mean, the power of habit talks about this, like there are deep grooves within your brain that you mm-hmm. default to in flight, fret, flight, fight, or freeze mentality. Or fawn. Or yes. fawn. Mm-hmm. And so if you're not actively trying to pursue other habits and constantly think about them or be reminded of them or practice them, yeah. you'll default to these things. And so like, I think most people's default is like, I'm not thinking about that. Right. I'm not thinking about, am I product, is my productivity to glorify the living God? Yeah. And not in like a, oh, my good works earn me no. salvation. Not that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just like God gave us productivity as a tool and we're going to use it to glorify him. I mean, so, even if you look at Eden, like Adam was productive Yeah. in Eden. Yeah. It wasn't like God. God's perfect space for humanity is not a space where humanity doesn't do work. Correct. And so. Yeah it matters. Yeah. Yeah. So when, when we, when I ask that question or when we are asked that question, like, how do I best invest my time in, you know, in all these different ways, I feel like often we get hung up on like, we turn it into like, okay, so then how do I invest my time the best? And how am I also better than so-and-so? Like, Mm. how do I, how do I out meal plan that mom? And how do I have better cupcakes in the school line? Like you, yeah. you, you start to I get. I mean, in our school, you do have the best right, cupcakes. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> you know, or you know, I, I think we, we as humans, we so quickly turn things into competition. Like, well, if I'm going to engage, then I'm going to be the best. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we're competing with ourselves. Like, yeah. I will raise my hand very high 
for that being me. Um, but like at the end of the day, it's about, at the end of our life, it's about making the most of what the Lord is giving us, has given us and being a good steward of that in our homes, in our time, in our marriage, in our, in everything, mm-hmm. not just in our money. Um, and we're not in a race against anybody else. Sometimes I have to put on these like in a good way blinders sometimes to what other moms are doing in their home. Cause I'm just like, I don't have the same kids. I don't have the same husband. I don't have yeah. the same house. Like my stuff, I have the same amount of money, you know, right. like I don't know if they have hot snakes or not. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm just going to like, I need not in like a, I don't want outside opinion or I don't right. seek help. I don't mean any, I'm not talking about a wall. I'm talking about a blinder for a period of time sometimes yeah. so that I can like head down, do what's best for my family and really think about it. Honestly, and be intentional it's blinders about so it. you can have that's true. Yes. Yeah. So my head is my, yes, that's very, very true. Yeah. Um, but like all we need to worry about is being faithful mm. and that is easier said than done. Absolutely. But <laughs> productivity for you listening or me, like, like I was just saying, it's not going to look the same for everybody. Mm-hmm. And that's because the Lord has given us different things. Different talents. Different talents. Different amounts. Literally in in the Bible. Yeah. (laughs) Like there's all about that. So um, I think throughout the course, I have all these like mindset shifts that have been really helpful to me. And I call them that, like call them out and write them out. And so the first one here is the mindset shift of instead of just trying to get more done so we feel better. (laughs) That's me. (laughs) We need to see ourselves as stewards. Right? Because if I think about everything in my home and everything on my list and everything, all the places that I'm stewarding for God's glory, I'm in a very different posture than like, I have to get this done so that I feel better on my insides. Yeah. Like I feel way different. Right. And I, and my home is going to feel really different. So for a steward, productivity is, it just means being faithful with what you've been given. And so- Let's insert my favorite question, which is, okay, well, what does that look like? What does stewardship look like? And I really believe that productivity is life stewardship. Because like you were saying, you didn't make the garden and then everybody just sat around all the time. Like we are made to work and cultivate and grow and have dominion over. And Mm -hmm. like, they're all like very active words that we're supposed to be doing. We're not just like, and here we are. Yeah. Doing nothing. But again, the, the culture of productivity is like hustle, 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 get it all done, no matter what it takes. Yeah. Trample over people. Yeah. You know, blah, blah, blah. Um, so, oh yeah, I literally it's in my notes right here. Like I think it's easy to look at big time productivity gurus, girl bosses, moms out there crushing it, and think we have to do it their way or only view it their way as successful. Mm-hmm. But I would challenge us to remember that if they aren't believers their goals are not the same as ours. Yeah. And that gets real tricky on the internet when we have access to so many wonderful people doing Mm -hmm. great things. Right. And so, and that's not to say that like their system or their routine or their hack for getting out the door faster with four kids or, you know, whatever is bad. I'm sure it's not. But if we aren't careful, we'll find ourselves adopting more than just their hack to get out the door. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll start uh, adopting their look on life, yeah. which is productivity in the name of success, right. fame, uh, clout, yes. money, you yeah. know, followers. followers. <laughs> Jinx. Um, and so, yeah, we have to be aware uh, 
of that because right. if I read all the best self-help books, these these all these books are going to lead me down a path. Right. It's going to lead you down the path of whatever the author thinks is the best way to help yourself. Yes. And, and that's not to say you can't cherry pick a few things out no. and you're like, this is great. This is great. But if they're not Christians. And they're not leading you down the path to glorify the Lord with your productivity, you do, with your yes. money, with your whatever. Yeah. Um, you could be led. You, you could end up living years of your life. Yes. I don't think you, I, I mean, some people will be led astray from like a, they'll walk away from their faith. Right. Aspect. That's kind of a thing, but it's more just like you it's end up in that. just like 10 years go by and you like, look huh? back and you're like, yeah, did I like, did I do anything? Was I, was I living like as yeah. heartily for Jesus as I wanted to? No. Yeah. Why is that? Oh, like it was because I thought some... all these other things mattered and were my purpose yeah. because of what I'd read. Yes. Mm. And so I don't, that's want... like, convi- that's pretty convicting mm. when you think about all the like, and it's not even just like books, but like all the like short vertical videos that you oh, watch that all are the just, gurus out there that are just talking about like health or fitness or finance or whatever. And you're, you're just like, you're implementing and you're taking in and you're like, Oh, now I guess I'm going to do cold plunges or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm not saying those things are bad. Correct. Although cold plunge is pretty <laughs> awful. I think the results are pretty great, but, it- <laughs> but you know, then all of a sudden, like you get in the, like, yeah, you can just be led down a it's almost like a mindset. You, your mindset can shift in the bad way. Yes. Uh, or or, or not, just, not even in a bad way. You take your eyes off of Jesus a little bit. Because I, I don't think it's a sinful way. Correct. I think it's just like a, it's it's sort of like a, an apathy way, a, a yes. laziness way, a not activated way. You end up becoming like a, it's like, you know, if, if like, let's use like a Sunday school, like we're all, we're all in the army of God. Okay. You know, and we all have our, you know, <laughs> yeah. armor on like you start kind of just being sidetracked by some of these other purposes. Mm -hmm. It's like, you're not out of the army. You're still a follower of Jesus. You still love him, but probably don't have a sword anymore. Right. You're not a threat. Right. You're not, you're not someone to, you're not fighting back the darkness. I don't think. Not as well as you could be if you keep recalibrating to be like, is my productivity on track to glorify? But you're nailing it. You're heading in the direction of so many people. I didn't take the course. (laughs) Wow. I'll get you a code. Thanks. Get you a discount. Use the code Brooke Macinas for a discount. TJ, just for you. Um, still full price. Sorry. We need the money. Um, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but I do feel like so many people, because they don't, even believers, because they're not honed in on and super clear on their purpose in life. I'm not saying they're calling. I think we conf- confuse the two. Mm-hmm. I'm not like, I'm not saying specific gifts or callings, but like our purpose as believers, we start to go, well, I don't really know exactly what it is. So like, maybe I'll find it through like being really productive or I'll find it through these different things. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to just get more done. I want to go where Christ would have me go. Mm. Say that again. I don't want to just get more done. I want to go where Christ would have me go. I want to steward all that the Lord has given me for his glory and not mine. Now, is that on the like super, super, super forefront of my mind every moment of every day? Like, no, it's kind of just there and in the subconscious. But if I'm reminding myself of that and thinking about that and praying about that and talking about that with people, it absolutely is yeah. more uh, on the surface yep. than Spending ever before. time in the word, like, yeah, all yes. those things. So I think that productivity flows from purpose. Like, cause if you don't know your purpose, you start to be like, well, I know I'm supposed to get stuff done in my house and with my kids. And, mm-hmm. but it's like, w- for what purpose? So 
I came up with this example and I feel like it kind of helps be like, oh yeah, that is why we need a purpose. So like, let's say you're volunteering for something like a bake sale. You're on the committee. Yeah. Love classic bake sale. You're on the committee with a handful of other people and someone said, like, there's like a leader, right? Who's like, okay, somebody needs to gather all the ingredients. Some of you will need to bake the items. Somebody you need to like gather some recipes. Someone needs to call the park and make sure we can set up and tear down. Somebody, somebody needs to find a tent and they're just like tossing out all these things that need to happen. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, go team. And you go home <laughs> and you're like, ah, uh, no specific job was assigned to right. me. Like, am I supposed to be baking something? Was I supposed to be buying ingredients? Like, it's like, you kind of know what the team's trying to do, Mm -hmm. but it's not a very effective committee of bake sale people or believers if we're like, what is my purpose, Mm -hmm. right? And so it's a silly example, but I think that it's, it's really helpful. And so our purpose, hands down, full stop, is like, is to bring glory to God. Like Mm -hmm. glory is the goal. And I think most people spent, myself included, at times for many years, we I, like we spend our lives trying to figure out our purpose. But as believers, like we already know what ours is, because again, I think we confuse purpose with like gifts or calling mm-hmm. or things like that. Interests, interests, like yeah. that's different. Yeah. But like, there's this like come up a level, like come up more towards the ten thousand feet, and like it's glory is the goal. And so if that's the goal up here, anything else that trickles down to that, that is pointing back towards glory, mm-hmm. you're good. Like yeah. that, like if that's what I'm trying to do in my home, which is what we're talking about in home joy and all, and, and I'll get into all that. Like I'll share my, my meal plan stuff and I'll share all this like practical mm-hmm. stuff. But if none of it is made to glorify God so that I can bring him glory, be more present with my family, be more intentional than like, what's the point of a meal planning hack? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just to make me feel better then yeah. instead it's of like glory to yourself. Exactly. And yeah. it's like, we don't really think about it like that. Cause that feels kind of intense, but like that really is what it is. But if we did think about it like that, I think we would have, I, I think we would honestly be further along. It would be sanctifying to us. Mm. It would be, it would, it would, it would let, uh, it would reveal sort of the dark areas of our heart. Like, yeah. oh, this productivity that I do, this is for me. Yeah. And so like, Lord, I need you to take that. Yeah. I, I need you to, I need you to write that. I need you to, you know, take that heart of stone and make it a heart of flesh. So that mm. even this point where like, I know this, this is for me yeah, is become something for you yeah. because that's what Jesus does to us. You know, he changes our lives and he takes all the things that we did for ourselves and he gives us a greater purpose, a higher calling, a more beautiful vision for life. Yeah. And it's, you know, life to the full it's in servitude to him. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, it doesn't take long till we're doing some of that stuff again. Yeah. You know, to, to just make ourselves feel good or glorify ourselves. And so, yeah, that's really, really good. Yeah. So, if glory is the goal, and again, all this matters because as Christians, we are be- like we're believers living with our family, hopefully trying to be multi-generational and doing all the and things that we're things, talking yeah. about. But it's like, what is what is what are we all pointing towards? So that then I it it suddenly does matter that I have a better way to do laundry because of all the ways that it helps me bring glory to Jesus in mm. in, in other ways. And yeah. so it's like, if glory is the goal, that should really change 
how we approach our lives and our family and our homes. So Reagan Rose actually wrote a book called Redeeming Productivity, which is a great read if you're interested. It's kind of a deep dive and it's mm-hmm. not really about your home at all, but I think there was a lot of tie-ins. And yep. so I love this quote from his book where he says that most people spend their whole lives wandering the grocery store aisles of life, wondering why am I here? Which first of all, the grocery store aisles of life, like, great phrase. Oh, just like that. You're kind of, you don't know. You're just like, oh, put this in my cart. Like, you know, you have no plan, whatever. Um, So wandering the grocery store aisles of life, wondering why am I here? What's my purpose? Many don't have a plan because they don't know why they're here. But Christians have a straightforward, no nonsense, target drawn with bold lines and bright colors. Mm -hmm. You are here to glorify God. And having this clear purpose is an amazing gift from God. My favorite part. Christians have the privilege of purpose. Don't waste it. Mm. Right? Yeah. (laughs) It'll get you. Because I'm like, well, well, one, it gets me because I agree wholeheartedly. Yep. And then there's a part that's like a little bit convicting. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, how much of life have I squandered in those aisles? Have I wandered in the whole time? You know, like, and that's not, that's not a shame thing. That's like, not like a, you should have known Brooke when you yeah. were younger. Like you don't know what you don't know. And like life is a, a process and all those things. But like, man, I just, when I read that, I was like, man, we do have the privilege of purpose. And I don't want to waste it mm-hmm. when I raise my kids in my marriage, like in all those things. So favorite question, what does it look like? Right. What does it look like to they're like, that sounds great. I want to glorify God, but like in my home and in all the ways, but like how, what, what, how do I do that? What do I do with my hands? What do I do with my hands? So glorify, we're almost done. So glorifying God with this part, <laughs> glorifying God is, you know, uh, honoring him and regarding him as worthy of praise. Like that posture, right? You start there. And then you can also glorify him with what we do, mm-hmm. physically, what we do. And then there's the third layer of like through word, deed, attitude, both publicly and privately, mm. which I'm like, yes, if I did all those things, like that absolutely would be glorifying. Mm-hmm. And that's like, it's like that. It's like a nice framework, kind of like we've been talking about. Like there yeah. are these outlines, these frameworks of like, yes, okay, I can get out of my own head and stop wondering if am I is what I'm doing enough. Read those three. Because it's not really about enough anymore, yeah. right? Glorifying God is regarding Him as worthy of praise. Glor- it's like your heart. That's like a yes. Posture it's like in your, your posture, yeah. and then glorifying Him with what we do, our actual actions, yep. and, hands and feet, right. And, and then that's why Jesus is so such a amazing. I mean, obviously he's amazing for a lot of reasons, <laughs> but there's a physical man. Yes, as a as a yes. living example. Yeah, on how to do that. Yeah, and then through word and attitude, both publicly and privately. Yeah, yeah. and so I don't want to waste the privilege of purpose. Mm. Um, I love that I have a purpose, and in the last, I'd say maybe six months. I have felt such clarity, especially as I've really worked on this course, like such clarity around that and not like, oh, I was so confused by my purpose. It was unclear which path to take, but like more just like, I feel all this other stuff has kind of fallen away as I've been like, there it is. Ding, ding, ding. That is the words. That's the language. That's the framework I was looking for. So bringing it all back around to productivity, you know, which is life stewardship. 
Like what you do is not your purpose. It's how you fulfill your ultimate purpose. Mm. And when I think about that, when I think, cause, cause I'm, you know, I'll speak for myself, like three kids, uh, homeschooling in a relatively new house in a new state. Like, you know, we, we moved not even two years ago. Mm. Like there's just, there's just a lot, like we're in it. We're in the thick of young kids. Mm-hmm. We don't even know if we're done. And so mm-hmm. like, I don't think we're out of it anytime soon. Right. And so it can be so easy for me. And, and I'm guessing for maybe you listening to put all of your purpose in what you do and get done every day in your home yeah, or at your work or whatever. But I'm 100%. assuming most moms are maybe home or home most of the time, or I don't know. Even if you're not, it doesn't matter. Like yeah. to be like, okay, if I can just feel better and have some I can just peace. do two loads of laundry, get dinner on the table. Right. And I'm not saying know. don't do those things, right. but like. That's not your ultimate purpose. That is not your ultimate purpose here. Your ultimate purpose here is to bring glory to God. And then what you do can bring him mm-hmm. glory, but it like we need to not flip them. And we do flip them a lot. We do flip them a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So. And it would almost be helpful, like if you're a to-do list writer on paper, which I am, mm-hmm. to like write at the top of it, bring God glory. Oh. Like that, you know, that, that. If that was at the, the, the top every single time. Yeah. You would have a different perspective on all the little boxes you need to check off. Yes. Big and time. you'd probably add different things. Yes. Like, I, it would, so much it of would mine put is, more on my mind of like, I could maybe reach out to that person yeah, or I could or go on a walk with Daisy or yes. go on a walk with Sunny or, yes. you know, ride the loop a few times or, yeah. you know, hold my wife's hand or, you know, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we'll stop there for today. We'll jump Good, back babe. into it next week. A verse that popped into my mind as you were kind of just preaching, honestly, it's Colossians 3.23 whatever you do work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, Mm. knowing that from the Lord, you will receive inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. Yeah. That's three twenty three and 24. Yeah. And I also think there's an element and maybe it's kind of unspoken, but as moms, when I hear like work hard for the Lord, I, again, I'll speak for myself. I hear like, Oh, like work, work. Like, like I'm at a job, work hard. Like, okay, so if I go to like a real job, I'm going to work hard. Or it's like cleaning something real intensely, like in it working instead of like work, work, meaning what you do Mm -hmm. and all that you do work hard for the Lord. Not, not just like these two extremes of like going to work or like a physical task that's yeah. really difficult. Like a missionary, mission trip right, task. Right, Like, yeah, I, yeah, it's like, oh, okay. So it's not one of those two things. Like I don't picture working hard for the Lord being aiming to get up before my kids so that I can move my body and work out and eat good foods and then homeschool and be present and off my phone. Like I, I don't yeah. always like connect those two and they really are. So next week, if we're going to keep jumping into this, which I would love to, like we're going to talk about what it looks like to be productive. And this is probably my next favorite part, maybe of the whole class. Oh, wow. I don't know. The whole class is good, but I didn't take it. To be productive I, I as a, as a, a follower times. of Jesus. Yeah. yeah. I've obviously talked to you about it, but it will be available. So that's another way you can support the podcast. Yeah. Um, but well done, Brooke. That was awesome. And it was so nice not to talk the whole time. Be the one talking the whole time. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, sorry, where's another week of integrated yeah. notes? I feel like you're going to talk the whole time. Should I read the sponsor or something? <laughs> But, uh, but thank you for sharing that. Mm. And thank you, f- listeners, for making us a part of your week. Remember to tell someone you know about the Walking Love podcast. Mm. 
We'll see you next week. Okay, okay I love you. Bye. bye.